0: Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Back Chat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? ladies and gentlemen i'm pretty excited about this uh i think he's the third current captain we've had on the football club correct alex pierce is in the house how are you mate
2: Good. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. If we had done Anytime. it two weeks before, it, it, like, it wouldn't have been the cut Yeah, that's so, why we waited. We correct. knew it was coming. Oh, your ship's going through the roof
1: now. <laughs> we actually didn't know it was coming. But, mate, it is great to have you on the pod. Thank you for taking the time of your day. Um, we're recording this before round one, as in, like, at a, in a period of time before round one. Can't tell you exactly when, but we do appreciate the great man coming sitting sit down. Now, I'm not sure if you're a big fan of Backchat. I assume you are. Oh, um, huge. Yeah, thank you. Um, now, uh, we'll pay that, will we pay that yeah, after in cool. cash? Yep, yeah, thank you. Um, greatest sporting achievement is what we ask our guest every week. So it's the first question. Uh, we know you're a great football player. We know that you're captain of the Fremantle Dockers. We know you've kicked some goals as a backman, and we're going to get to that, right? Mm. All right? We know you were the best first-year player at Fremantle Dockers. We know you've done some great things. Um, it was at the Beacon Award, actually, which I also want to ask about. We know you've done a <laughs> that all right, on the footy field. But your greatest sporting achievement, not on the football field. And you're nodding your head like yeah. I feel like you know. I've Sometimes it. I have to. Champion pay, like, the
2: bit a little bit here to Get it out. Oh, good.
1: I see like people's eyes, read them. Some yeah, some yeah, are just yeah. looking into the distance, some like, I don't oh know gosh, what I've, I've done. done, nothing. But P- Piersy's is just nodding yep. away. What do you got for us, mate?
2: Yeah, so was mainly a cricketer in my sort of childhood, but don't really have that much to fall back on there. Never made any state shame. teams. Have great shame in saying I couldn't even make the Tasmanian state cricket team and it's picked out of a couple of hundred people. I mean, so it's still a state. Still yeah, still a state. Um, but In high school, I played a little bit of golf and in grade nine um, entered the uh, state like team's golf comp, me and a couple of good mates. We won the Tassie comp and didn't really, I think we knew at the time what would happen then. We won a golf bag or something. (laughs) Qualified for the Australian national um, golf titles. So free trip to Sydney. Wow. Went out and played the uh, Australian golf course in Sydney, went out there, played okay, was off a handicap of like. 20 something Like it was a handicap Did you get a handicap? Yeah yeah We kept our handicap So it was based on like A Stableford scoring So I went out there I've played pretty average One of my mates Played average My other mate Who was off 20 as well Like shot the lights out We won National what? champs
0: No That's huge Wow That's That's Oh that's, that's right that's up podium. there That's podium That's <laughs> the best
1: So you're the national Golf team's Handicap event champion
2: Australian secondary schools Yeah what go happened off. the next year? Brilliant.
1: Did you go back to back? Or?
2: So next year, bit of controversy. Nearly didn't go because it was day two of our athletics carnival, <laughs> and I didn't want to go because I was leading a f- like a few of the, um, like the track and field but champion boy areas. Got forced to go, and then didn't like played shit house. Didn't make it. Wow. Well, someone else from our school went to the nationals and didn't didn't bring it home. Thankfully, so we were still the only team from our school to win it. Do Very you
1: think good. that stands? There's no one else who's done it. Not in had our, to go on record. Not in
2: our school, hundred yeah. percent. Wow. Yeah, in the state. I'd right. say. What school was it? Olveston um, Primary School. Unreal. That's a that's Unreal. a really yeah, bloody good well one. Well done, BC. Good job. Still playing? Uh, oh, barely. That's when I tell this story to when I'm playing golf. No one believes me because I'm a pretty <laughs> average golfer still. Right. So <laughs> uh, that's very
1: good. What was your first job in Tasmania?
2: Uh, I picked some cherries was my Did first job, um, and then. Be tall. Yeah, it's good. Um, good as a cherry picker. I could just get where they just couldn't. <laughs>
0: just get the big... <laughs> Without the use of a cherry picker. Uh,
2: straight after that was a TA for an electrician company putting solar panels on roofs. So I did that during like summer holidays and school holidays. Don't
1: that, like volleys? So was that set up on roofs? No, nah, I had it?
2: big like big work boots and they used to chuck me inside the roof as well, like laying cables and I was would have been like 6'5 at the time and yeah, just got in there, fiberglass, um, scratches, itchy for the weeks. Afterwards, wow. yeah, a lot of
0: sun in Tassie.
2: Or? uh the occasional sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Solar panels in Tassie. That's very good.
1: So you grow up in Tasmania. Um, what's the What's the town? What town do you grow up in? And like, do, and do you reflect on your time growing up? Is it like, is it is it different to now living as an adult here in Perth?
2: Yeah, oh, it's certainly different. So the town's Ulverston. um So I said we went to Olveston High School, went to Olveston Primary School. A pretty small town, ten thousand people. Um. Very connected still to my town, like grew up playing football and cricket there my whole life. My parents played sport there, dad played footy and cricket, um, uncles, grandfather, everyone played footy and cricket there. Like names on the wall type stuff. So like, yeah, really connected. And when I go back, my old man was president for eight or ten years, just finished up. But all my mates still play there. So like, yeah, still a huge Sort of part of my life really going back to Tassie, seeing the fam, going down to the footy club, cricket club, catching up with the boys. And yeah, I guess reflecting now from where I am, Perth, obviously, I think when I first got here, I was like the change in pace. Like it was, yeah, busy, there's a lot going on, all things to do. It was yeah. like these nightclubs and there's people there. I'm like, holy shit, this is something different. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the Melbourne boys are rocking up, going, it's just yeah. nightclubs, shit, like no people, not, <laughs> no business, no traffic I guess, but what else has it got going? And I'm like, yeah, just hit by all this, us like, over here all, this yeah, <laughs> all this new stuff. So uh, probably made the transition a little bit easier, moving away from home, being slightly sort of a low-key um, environment around here, laid back sort of lifestyle, which was good. But yeah, certainly like nothing but fond memories of my yeah childhood growing up, very relaxed, pretty blue-collar, working-class sort of family. Public schools, like, just love, love sport. Like,
1: a lot of guys from, yeah, smaller towns that do everything, you know, like golf and cricket and footy and academic, you Usually know. good at all of it, Yeah, too. did, like, were you sort of one of those guys, or I did guess, you get opportunities and everything?
2: I guess so, I guess that's all I, reflecting me as a kid, like, sport was, my whole life revolved around sport, like, on the weekends, I'd play footy and cricket, during the week, I'd often be training every day of the week, and if I wasn't training, I'd be going to play golf or doing something like that, so and then from yeah when i was a kid i'd go to dad's cricket games and it was just always doing doing something so i think if you put what is it 10,000 hours like there's probably 10,000 hours of collective different sport running around the house with a ball and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's definitely i think it's yeah paid sort of paid dividends well, in the it's end it's
1: shaped you right You're, you know still playing sport so drafted in 23rd AM, picked 37 Seven other Tasmanians drafted. That's got to be a record. Yeah, you must have been sizzling at the state champs.
2: <laughs> yeah, we won, won the Div 2 champs. We actually lost to New South Wales in our last game, but we, we were going to win regardless. So that was flattening, but we won the, yeah, won the champs. Toby Nankervis, um, I think it was picked around where I was. I can't remember if it was before or after me, but yeah, obviously now captain of Richmond. Cade Collajazny, top 10. Jake Collajazny, now yep. premiership player. Um, Brady Gray, former teammate, Eli Templeton, um, St Kilda, um, Zach Webster, Hawthorne, like Ben Brown was drafted that year as well from the VfL, Tasmania. Big Ben Brown guy. Big Love Ben, ben Brown. Yeah. Big Ben Brown fan of yeah. And had like another five, I think, from that team that got drafted either the year or the year after. So yeah, it was just a yeah, obviously a gun team, and since then we like the, yeah, haven't like yeah, hit those heights of having seven people drafted from Tassie, but yeah, it was it. That's
1: good. I mean, it's probably appropriate to talk about the new Tasmanian invention now. I want to touch on it later, but I mean, we're talking about Tassie. So, um, you know, you, you go through school and you grow up there and you've got all these, you know, you've got a great crop of guys. If there's a Tasmanian AFL team back then, I mean, it it's, it it's, it's a footy state, right? I mean, people oh. people who aren't from there don't understand. Tell people what Tasmania is in football terms.
2: Yeah, well, I guess all, it's all I've ever known and it was just everything revolved around football. Like I went to like the community community football on a Saturday or a Sunday, like played footy growing up. But if there was a game on, you'd go and go to Launceston, was our closest like venue, so we'd go and watch it. Footy at school, like pretty much 24-7, it was just footy and cricket, that was, that was it. And yeah, I probably noticed, I don't know, later in my sort of um, – teenage years like other sports start to get a bit popular like soccer and basketball of increasing popularity over there the jack jumpers in tassie like they have sort of taken off a little bit and just chatting at the captain's day last week like talking about the i guess the popularity of these other sports like they don't really compete with us on a commercial level and like a viewership level but at a grassroots level they're like they are sort of there and they are a real threat so i think that's the when thinking of the Tassie team and like which I've obviously done a lot and I get asked about it quite a bit, like the yeah, the opportunity there is to like take back hold of like um sport in Tassie because it is still the dominant sport, but there's a there's a chance in ten or twenty years' time that it might not be because the jack jumpers are there, there's a pathway right there to go and play for your state, and it's already a pretty popular sport in Tassie. And there's been talks of A League sort of teams, like yeah, you never know how other sports will go. Cricket's always been massive, Hobart hurricanes ricky ponning david boone so <laughs> well yeah it's i think it's a huge opportunity it's a real like i feel it's a real concern like tasmanian being a tasmanian that yeah what footy might look like in 10 or 20 years time there's already like local clubs are folding every year like competitions aren't as strong all the old boys are like it's not like it was back in my day which mm. yeah it's not mm. so so do you think putting a team there would would change that like i mean
1: is that obvious like putting money and development behind it?
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's it seems obvious, doesn't yeah. it, that the rise in other sports can be linked to um, just being a lot more present. Like it's they're, um, they're out there more, those sports are more popular, whereas yeah, AFL is always going to be really um, popular, but not having that link to the community. Like at the moment I'm imagining that the Jack Jumpers are going around to all the schools yeah. and they're like campaigning oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Cricketers do that. Hurricanes, but there's no AFL teams that are like present around schools. Like I'm doing community visits and school visits around here to Perth schools, Fremantle schools, but yeah, there's no one doing that in Tassie. So it's yeah, it's definitely yeah. Oh, I don't know, it's definitely just an opportunity and something that yeah. needs work. Like. State pride is like dub W
1: people from Western Australia, like West Australians. Yeah. They are pride. Victoria. Big you to the rest of the country. Pride. Mm. New South Welshman, same thing. Queensland. But like there's like, but I feel like Tassie could be right up there. Like, anyone you meet from Tasmania, they're Tasmanian.
0: Yeah, well, it's not even connected to the country. So, yeah. you're already, so, like. We just call shit
2: 24 7. I mean, I mean ex- yeah, Exhibit 8. Western
0: Australia is not really either. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying you've already got, like, a gap in the between, like, a literal, literal gap.
2: Yeah, we're just constantly sticking up for all the shit that we cop. So, we're just, yeah,
1: we've. Someone yeah. asked you at the captain's day if you'd move back there if the team started up. And I think you said yes.
2: I don't know if I said it like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said yes next season. No, I think, yeah. I think, I think your actual words were, it would have to be something you consider, giving your connection to the state and your family being back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no real question there.
2: I'm never going to say as a captain of the Dockers that I'm not going to leave, but <laughs> yeah. obviously yeah, everyone that hears me talk about it, Tassie knows that I knows I love it, really connected, my family from there. So if it ever happened, like it would obviously be something that would mm. – uh, I'm sure I'd be approached, so I'd have to think about it. Yeah.
0: Can I ask about the Captain's Day photo? Just because I was thinking about it, um, uh, Darcy it Moore was sitting on the front row when he shouldn't have been. Uh, was there any like, and, and Liam Duggan looks? Have you have you looked <laughs> back at the photo? Because Duggo looks tiny. Like, he should have been sitting where Darcy is.
2: Yeah. So I remember I was um, standing with James Sicily at the time when they were sort of putting people out. They were like, "Danger! We're building this around you. You come stand in the middle." Like with the, have had the cup. Probably didn't have the cup, but then it was like we we're in sort of top four teams. Right. So Collingwood were, yeah, finished top four. And when yeah. they had the four, I'm like, well, I'm next. Like, we're fifth. Like, get me in there. And then they've gone small, small. And I'm like, turning around, i going, ah, fuck that. I'm going to be at the back at the end. But, yeah, so I just didn't want to be last pick. So I wasn't quite last pick. Where so was I really he? I don't right. know.
1: Where, where, where was he? Was
2: he like on the left back, back right? Like, it's like back sort of, yeah, back middle. um Next to Big Witsy, which made me look tiny. He's a <laughs> yeah. huge man. A huge and how tall man. are you? Oh, You're over pretty big, right? Nearly huge, but six, <laughs> six seven. Huge. Six, seven. Yeah, I can't guys.
1: wait. Why Why is like the last four people we got in here like the tallest human beings ever? The, yeah, the that's post true. photo of the podcast, my favorite time. We put Dan next to <laughs> guest.
0: Charlie Dixon last week, just a mountain. Just oh, he's
1: a big boy. He's a big boy. We had um, the Western Force lads One in. One of the guys from Western <laughs> Force. He was two, two, three. might be ten. the
0: tallest person I've ever seen in my uh, life. He was
1: huge, but he was 130 <laughs> kilos. Massive, <laughs> man. Um, Okay, very good. I think we've touched on Tasmania. Good enough. So you debut round six, 2015. You drafted in 2013 though. Yep. So spend some time playing for Peel. Peel?
2: Yeah. So I spent the first half of my first year um, in rehab. Surprise. Um, had yeah. stress reactions in my shins. So I played like the yeah second half of the year. It was actually emergency for the qualifying final against Sydney. So wow. That was, and it was like, I think so Luke was, McFarlane didn't play. So it wasn't just- So it was
1: 2024. 14 or 15? 50, no, four, uh, so 15, 14. So 15, they were definitely qualifying, but were they in 14? 14, yeah,
2: yeah. So it was, yeah, it wasn't just a token one either. It was like Luke McFarlane was injured and it was like Alex Silvani or me, like who was going to play, and it was going to be Buddy and the SCG. <laughs> so luckily debut. didn't debut that game. <laughs> 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 That's not how you
1: want to kick things <laughs> off against Bud in the goal square.
2: And my, it was my first travel trip and we got on the plane um, two days before to fly out and then we just never took off like we were just stuck on the tarmac for whatever reason and then all of a sudden it got to the period where there was lockout in sydney so they just like said well i'm sorry we have got no choice you have to get off go home go to sleep come back tomorrow morning and get on the plane so had you win did you win no nah, like, oh wow yeah wow
1: so that's your sort of first sort of experiences there you come in 2015 to debut round six now a few little quirky bits here you played next to two other Pierce's, clancy and daniel <laughs> yeah no relation no relation uh you had 10 touches did you play as a forward as back back because you've kicked three goals in your first year
2: yeah what's so, going on there so i started as a back we'll train i think i was drafted technically as a forward 40 i think it said utility on the uh, on fox footy next to my name but was a we f- bloody love that utility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what to do with him. Couldn't quite <laughs> decide. Um yeah, so I played my first year as a back and then yeah, that game's a back. Played on Joe Danaher. And then I don't know for whatever reason, like later on in the season, I don't know, we had some Fords go down. I think Pav might have got injured. So I played as a Ford and then as like a backup ruck at some stage. Wow. I think that was that first year. Um and the first game I played as a Ford was GWS and mm. it actually looked like lively, like had a bit a few touches inside the Ford 50. Wow. A couple of, I don't know whether they were marks or free kicks, potentially free kicks, like 35 out, slight angle, ready to kick the first goal. Crowd, like energy from the crowd, like I'd see the boys getting ready Remember to get around me. Yep. Going back, made contact with my shin, <laughs> fell short, punched through.
1: <laughs> i <I'm> 35.
2: <laughs> Next one, similar spot, other end, maybe 40 out this time. Gone back, still the sort of murmurings. I'm like, this is it. it." Shin, ankle, fell short, rushed (laughs) through. Might not have even been a point. (laughs) I think this happened three times. I had three set shots, barely scored, may have scored a point. And then anyway, it finally happened. Chased down tackle, Ryan Griffin, too fast for him obviously. Went back. Kicked it, and finally, I don't. The mermaids had died down. I think everyone was just holding their breath and like, just ready. Oh, this.
0: I've got the vision here. I'll just play it to you. I'll try to get um, my mic on the thing. Well,
1: when you got the vision, I just want to know who they're actually. Like, who who is this player? <laughs> I don't know if it's you. <laughs>
2: yeah, big tackle. Big tackle. So I, Ryan Griffiths. I, actually, I have seen this a few times. Actually, who is that?
1: It's not you. It cannot be you.
2: <laughs> Mate, that, salad on that. It.
1: Mate, you go back, you slot it Your first goal, like you said After a few misfires But I want to know who that is In the 25 like, who, who is, can you show a camera just show. It.
2: He feels it out pretty well, doesn't he
0: <laughs> Can
1: you see that, Charlie Can you see that What well, yeah, it's uh, mate, it, oh, it is. Dan showed it's me best that. that we don't Dan showed me best that, that, and that I genuinely looked it. over it and I said, "No, no, that's I've not." That's got it wrong. That's <laughs> not his first goal. That's not yeah. him. That you good. look like a
2: different man as a young boy. Yeah, took a couple of. I think I had the short back and sides for a few years, and then yeah, grew the locks and.
0: Bit of carry on from the team. Um, yeah, and they, I'm, they I'm, couldn't believe it went through. Obviously, <laughs> after the it was like an explosion of pressure from. Well, know, it makes sense, it.
1: right? You've missed the first three, and they're yeah. thinking the same thing. Like, if he misses this, he may never play like, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not as a forward. So when did when did you when is the time where you're like, right? I'm a full oh, I'm full back. Well, I'm a, I'm a backman.
2: Well, always I sort of was. It was just like filling in for a role, yeah. And like, because I wasn't like locked in the team, it was just yeah, I'll play like yep. whenever, wherever. Um, I ended up getting dropped that last round because we last round everyone got rested because we must have been. Guaranteed. So as Ross did a couple of times, dropped, yeah. <laughs> rested everyone. We played Port Adelaide and then I actually went and played back just due to everyone sort of being out and then the next week everyone came in and I'd sort of lost my spot and, yeah, I think Tabs ended up taking my spot because I was sort of holding him out but then he was obviously the, the Ford. And then came back and took it. But Your Tabs isn't
1: playing in the back line. He's not a he's back. No. He's not a back. Man. He
2: actually played back in a derby one time. I think we were down by a lot, and it was to teach him how to play the game. And <laughs> I, think he, I can't think we he played on. Maybe, oh, I can't remember. My governor might have been been playing forward at the time. But wow. yeah, no, it wasn't pretty. He was running around. No, he's a forward. He's a genuine it's forward. Genuine. Josh Kennedy
1: type areas, like gets past halfway. Not quite sure what he's doing back <laughs> no, there. Just lost. getting back in front of the footy. He knows what he's doing up there. Um, <laughs> Have You got anything to jump in with?
0: Uh, I was gonna ask about 2016 going 0 and 8. Yeah, how, how was that? Because what does that mean? Well, they in in um Alex's so played eight, games. eight games of 2016 didn't get a single win. Yeah, is that rough?
2: So the previous year when I debuted, whenever I was around six, we'd won six in a row and then we ended up winning 10 in a row, won the minor premiership, yeah, and got knocked out in the prelim, and then the next year, yeah, everyone. Let's just do it again. Let's win the first 10. And we end up, yeah, losing the first whatever it was, eight, maybe more, first 10, maybe. And like that was still a bizarre time to look back on. Like it was the mood at the club was just grim, just depressing state of affairs with such high hopes. And then to come in and just a couple of losses, it was like, okay, well, let's get this back on track. Like we'll be fine. And then just they keep stacking up. It was like just like some sick joke. And then it eventually. (laughs) I get injured in round eight as well but like by the time it was eight losses it's like well season's done like what are we doing yeah
1: so talking about that you know say you come into the footy club you got stress fractures uh, you put together some games you're battling for a spot and then 16 you probably feel like you've got a spot not cemented but you're starting to get opportunity properly
2: yeah Yeah. well despite us yeah obviously traveling like shit and I was actually going okay playing playing all right and um, yeah, well, it was feeling comfortable and feeling like set So you broke your leg in Yeah, ankle, leg Leg, yeah, lower tibia against Richmond Yeah, just sort of landed awkwardly Had a pretty sore leg going in and sort of painkillers and got through And then eventually, it was actually the first game I wore screw-ins for that year Slightly soft deck, went up, landed awkwardly Got bumped as I landed, foot got stuck in the ground It was like a spiral fracture of my tibia
0: did you know he'd done it bad when Ooh. you landed?
2: Yeah, it was Yeah, it was sore. That's
1: what Charlie Dixon did. Same thing. We yeah, just spoke right. to him about that. Yeah,
0: didn't he get it under a tackle or something? Well, yeah. He got stuck under a leg. Kind of just gone yeah. the
2: wrong way. Pretty innocuous, but yeah, there was obviously something in there already. But yeah, haven't wore screens since that day. Yeah, wow. Good decision. <laughs>
1: so, you know, that, it's not the start of things, but it, it is like a, a you know a theme that followed you through that period of being injured. Mm. Break your leg a few times, ankle. You had lower lower limb
2: injuries. Yeah, I refractured that leg. I think it was about eight or nine months later, just at the end of my rehab stages. I was about to join in training, just doing like a basic change of direction grid. Planted my leg, heard this crack, and yeah, it had re- refractured. So was it was a week, like what? Uh, wow. Went into a plaster cast for like eight weeks, maybe longer, and that was about February of twenty. 20- 17. 17. And then missed the whole of 2017. Yep. And then, yeah. And then played 18, some of 19, broke my ankle in, lower tibia again in 2019. yeah
0: Same leg or? uh Different leg. Right.
2: yeah In the following eight, nine months, had four surgeries, I think, to get screws in and out because it wasn't healing properly. Finally got it big-ass screw put in there with like a bone graft for my hip and a few other things put around the wound and all around the fracture and ended up healing and that was the last last surge I've had in my ankle. So that was, yeah, that happened in 2019, missed the whole 2020 season and then have been well. Yes. And then 2021, first game of the year, round two, sorry, quarter two, five feet landed on my ankle as I was on the ground, my knee twisted, did my PCL, I think it was. Yeah, that was... That was just about as bad as it got as like a moment. That was 600 and something days, hadn't played, first game back. Actually playing forward, filling in again, <laughs> just needed someone to play forward. Complete freak incident, like teammate lands on my ankle, they get stuck on the ground, do my knee, missed that t- first 12 weeks of that game, that season. Wow, played so, a couple of games with you.
1: Well, well, we'll get to that. But keeping <laughs> a tiny bit light I mean, we've found the reason. Don't play fucking Alex PS4. Yeah, that would be for starters. 100%. Let's not do that. Um, so you you pay fifty five games in eight seasons from thirteen to twenty, basically, and then a bit of twenty one injury. Like how, how how hard is it? I, I assume from the mental aspect. I know the physical aspect's hard, and you go through all that, but that's kind of part and parcel. What about mentally?
2: Yeah. So I think by so I said that moment itself, mm. MCG against. No, against Melbourne when I did my knee. It was probably like that moment in time for an hour where I was like, maybe I've done my ACL. Like this could be it. I had family over from Tassie to watch that game. They were all in the rooms, like a few tears, plenty of tears from me like straight afterwards. For that like sort of 24 hours, that was like as bad as it's been. But that next sort of three months rehabbed, played a few games at Peel, like, that period there, like, wasn't as bad because I'd been through the multiple, like, pretty much two bouts of 20 months on the sidelines. I'd sort of dipped through a few of those times, like, after the first, well, after the second break, I really dipped, yeah, went through some really, like, bad depressive states and struggled and sort of got my way back out and learned how to manage, manage those struggles and learn how to deal with how I'm feeling and look after myself a bit better started seeing a psychologist more regularly, built sort of better connections, well, not better, maybe sort of more meaningful relationships with my friends and was able to like talk it out with them, a little bit with my family as well, was able to build a few deeper sort of connections with some of them which helped me get through. So it wasn't just one thing that I learnt, okay, this is how to um, make yourself feel happy. It was just took a bit more stock of myself and took care of how I was feeling. So when I broke my ankle and... The, sec- the next time around like yeah i was flat i went down but i didn't didn't live in this sort of depressive state i was able to use the um tools that i would built over that sort of first period check in with my psych see him regularly use my friends who i sort of can communicate with on a deeper level to help get through it i was studying for different periods in the last sort of three years i've been studying something i really enjoy so that sort of helped me along so yeah why? um I guess, yeah, the biggest learning came from the worst part of it, which was 2016, 2017. And then even though that moment um, at the G, 2020, was probably as bad as a moment it's been, I was able to get out of that zone relatively quickly and sort of get back to a level and continue on.
1: I know it's a, a lot of different things, and i speak a bit about on this podcast about, you know, my mental health journey and, and others, and we've spoken to a lot of guests on here about different things. Can you... Is there is there something you can pinpoint that's like the hardest thing to deal with when you're going in rehab? Is it is it the isolation? Is it the I don't know mm. lack of identity because you don't get to prove yourself on the field? Is it, like is there something you can pinpoint
2: that's the hardest? I think it's changed a little bit. Initially, it was the identity and uh, well, I'm a pretty deep thinker and I'll like think about like what life's going to look like and that when I was a young kid, life was just football and that was what I was going to do and yeah, I'll study and do whatever but when I was a chance to not be a football at all and just get taken away, that was really hard and when I imagined what life would look like without that, I just didn't like it and really just was really unhappy whereas the last few years like I've, I've got visions of what life could look like outside of football and without football and if football stopped now, I think I could still do, do some pretty cool things and live a pretty cool life so that doesn't really affect me as much. Mm. Um, the constant throughout it always the the jealousy of not being out there and I've spoken before but it was quite confronting missing games um, when we lost wasn't as bad as missing games when we were winning and when we were successful which was a battle in itself because I used to beat myself up because it was like oh you're a bad person like you're not cheering as hard as what you could be because you're so jealous that you're not out there yeah so I had to sort of Deal with that, and give myself a little bit of grace, and just acknowledge that that's a pretty natural sort of feeling. I'm a super competitive guy. I want to be out there. I want to win. I want to be successful. I want us to be successful as well, obviously. But there's still a part of me that is driven um, internally and driven to myself. So yeah. that was that's still something, yeah, all the way through. That just comp- just checking checking into myself and um, navigating that yeah, personal desire versus team team desire.
1: I remember, you know, I never obviously had much to do with you on the AFL field because we both at the other ends. But, you know, during that sort of period playing at Peel with you, I reckon there was one there was one game where it could have been the first game you had back and you came off in the first quarter. and you, I came into the rooms, you had you were icing your ankle. And I was like, you know, again, I didn't know you that well. We've come across each other a bit and I was just – I felt sick. I was like, holy shit, like you've –
2: yeah, you that remember it, that? I remember. Oh, it, yeah. this was Peel. Yeah, first game back at Peel after, yeah, missing with the knee had like a, just like bony sort of bruising, sort of soreness, um, in my ankle, similar spot to where I'd broken it um, years before, and it was like, yeah. So we took it really cautiously and came off, and yeah, obviously that you thought shit, yeah. I was thinking True. shit. Um, Did you think you'd done it again? Well, I just thought it was a chance that maybe this is a little stress reaction, maybe this is a little fracture. Like it's, you sort of jump at shadows a little bit, but you have to be a bit more cautious. So from then, (laughs) got a scan and it turned out to be all right. But yeah, again, like it was, I don't know, just highly sort of strung and sort of hyper-conscious of where things are at and those, yeah, getting a little pain for someone is sort of nothing you've played on. But for me, in a certain spot, it's like, well, that could be... That could be career defining. Mm-hmm. We uh, played three games at Peel. Yeah. Do you know what our record was together? I reckon we were 0 and three. Yep. That's correct, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> we got close one game. I remember going forward late, but
0: <laughs> you <laughs> kicked it behind in one of yeah. them. Yeah, that was It was a game where you both kicked behinds. So yeah, you both. I was playing forward. I was forward. playing forward
1: and sprayed him out in the full. <laughs> was it Swan District. We butchered it completely. Butchered it. We should have won a couple. We should have been two and one. At correct. Least, so. Correct. <laughs>
0: That's good. Um. With uh with Peel, do you remember any good? Um, I like to ask people about this that played at Peel any good Cam Shepherd, um, sprays or, or moments. Uh,
2: he's a fiery guy. Oh, he's I love love Shep. <coughs> one of the great men, like just one of the great just footy sort of people, reminded me of growing up at Olberson and like connecting with our footy coaches, and it was just like very easy relationship to have on and off the field. Um, one thing we always used to love. He'd always he'd always read the, read the West Australian in the lead up to the game, and if a, um, a punter didn't tip us, which often they didn't, <laughs> straight up on the wall. Just a touch t- and such, doesn't back us.
0: <laughs> Look at it. Doesn't back us. Doesn't rate us. Doesn't think we're a chance. Or just, like Justin Baxter from you know yeah, yeah. the oh, Coolgardie Times. Some,
1: did, some yeah. poor junior reporters <laughs> yeah, out there yeah. copping it from Shep up the front. <laughs> That's
0: good. Magnet oh, on the whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's
1: good. Um, so, w- with all that, I mean, you've played 84 games for Freo and you've just been named the, the captain of Freeman. I was sort of reflecting before you came in here about, yeah, your journey and, and your injuries and, you know, where you are now. Like it's it's pretty remarkable to, to, to have played 84 games over a longer period of time and then be named captain. Have you reflected on that part at all? I've, I've seen a lot of questions being asked. You. I'm trying mm. to come up with something a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, to be honest.
1: Because, like, uh, you, usually, like, you see captains in there. You know, you know, Jordan Dawson, for instance, is probably another one out of left field, second year at the club, and he's captain of the footy club. But yeah. I just think like, you, you see the, the regular play at AFL clubs is, you know, you get a 200-gamer that's played every game. They, you know, best on round most games – Get them out there. They're the leader.
2: I've been best on ground in many, either. Yeah, actually.
1: correct, correct. <laughs> I think it's. I think, yeah, personally, you don't have to say about yourself. I think it speaks to your leadership qualities. You haven't played one hundred. You haven't played two hundred games. Haven't been able to. Mm. So, what does that say about your leadership qualities and yourself as a uh, leader?
2: Oh, I'd like to hope it's maybe speech for self. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I think not acknowledging it is something that, um, just a. I guess a trait that I've spoken a little to people about a little bit, I think that often, like, I don't know, high performers, professional athletes, whatever, there's the mindset of just moving on to the next thing. Like, what's what's next? This is – I've felt like this my whole career. Like, when I got drafted, um, probably – that was probably, like, the biggest rush and the biggest wave of emotion. But then, like, first game, it was like, yep, good, next thing. Yep, playing well in the team. Yep, return from injury. Yep, like, back one – beacon award which you've touched on all these like little things or like just aware of perceptions changing or like whatever status i haven't won any brown lows or any all australians anything like that but there's definitely you just sort of move up i guess the levels in your career and sort of where you stand and i think the- i have always had the mentality but it's just like what's the next thing like well i guess leadership group okay what's sort of next how do we like, become a good leader and I think obviously there was a bit of talk leading up to this captaincy, um, to the decision. So like I sort of knew it was a chance to come, and then now that's it's here, it's like okay, what's what's next? How do I become a good leader? How do I help our um, leaders become the best leadership group we can be? How do I help our team become the best team we can be? I think that's that's sort of it, and I think that mentality is great for performance, but often you can um, lose a bit of that. I don't know that celebration that you can you can have and help sort of feed you and juice you up a little bit as well along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you can achieve these pretty good things, pretty meaningful things that people are really excited about. But you can't sometimes don't take the time to celebrate yourself. So it's something I'm conscious of, but at the same time, still it's like okay, next moment it's the start of the season. Like we're not gonna I'm not gonna reflect too much and put my ties up and. <laughs> Too much about it. Yes. When when did you Makes
0: first sense. um get a chance to captain the club? It was when Nat Fife went down. I was trying to find the exact game, but I couldn't. Do you remember when that happened?
2: Yeah, so it was last year. Um, oh, the exact game. I'm not sure the exact not,
0: Maybe you don't even think I have to remember the exact game, but do you remember sort of when that opportunity came up that you would you'd lead the team?
2: Yeah, I remember when I was told, I remember being in jail's office with Peter Bell and them telling me you're gonna captain the club um today or this weekend, and was yeah hugely proud and I remember well a month ago when, well a few weeks ago whenever it was it was a similar same room they said you're going to captain the club permanently and mm. that was this. yeah I don't know to, it is really great like it's a humbling feeling like I don't know I've, I've asked these been asked these questions a little bit over the, the last couple of weeks but I've explained that I'm sort of from Tassie and I've got that Tassie link but I've been here for 10 years now and I do have this really strong connection with Freo like i um, feel like I'm really connected with their, like our playing group and our past players I was at the back end of a really successful sort of group so I'm still like I'm in that sort of um, the tail end of that group with Pav and McFarlane and um, Sanderlands and all that sort of crew and I do feel like I connect a lot with our with our community at Freo and like it's I'm very proud to play for the Dockers so to be not, to be able to captain a game and then to be able to be the captain it's Yeah, it means more than, I don't know, I could probably imagine growing up being captain of a club that that maybe superficially is this huge honour, but it's a bit more than just that honour that everyone else sees. It's I'm representing sort of my teammates, my past teammates, past players is a huge sort of thing, a huge thing for me. And then also our community and our fans as well. It's, I don't know, maybe it's cliche, of course, that's what we do. But yeah, I do feel a lot of pride just to link and link sort of quite strongly to them.
1: I did want to ask about the past players and the culture at Fremantle because, again, played my entire career at West Coast, so I know all about that. But I learned a little bit playing at Peel for a year and connecting with a few of the guys about you know what you guys stand for. Uh, do, do, do chasing that first premiership, You know, I, I look at it externally. I feel like I'm pretty unbiased now in my time in the media. How do you... How do you use that – because that's a fact, right? I haven't won a premiership. How do you use that as motivation and keep it as motivation and not become a burden for the group given that you know, there's a lot of external chat and is that something you've thought about?
2: I think or- we – a couple of years ago we just acknowledged it that, that um, it's always going to be there and it's always going to be spoken about so why don't we just own it and say that, well, yeah, we want to be the first premiership team of the Dockers. Yeah. We want to be one of the first premiership players and – um, that will obviously mean a hell of a lot and um, it could be perceived as having a lot of pressure, a lot of weight to, to carry that. But um, I haven't really perceived it as that yet. Like, I don't know, there, is, there obviously is expectation um, more so this year. Um, last year we were probably outperformed what we were expected and we've spoken about that expectation about, yeah, how we're going to do and I don't know. We're, there's a lot of internal expectation as well. Are we going to – we want to hold each, each other to a really high standard, and we really know what we want to achieve. It's that language we say we want to be the first premiership team quite a bit, and it's I think actually saying it desensitises this huge, like um, unreachable sort of target that the whole footy world is either laughing at us or like trying to um, or like praying to us to finally achieve. But yeah, it's it's a real thing. It's not this dream anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a real thing it's a real goal that that's it's we want to get to and we think we can that's cool that's, that's good, good
1: to hear it good to hear so uh, back on the captaincy so you talk about that room with JL and Bally so the day before you go into that room so let's call it, say you got told on a Tuesday so on the Monday you're not the captain of Fremantle and on the Tuesday you're the captain of Fremantle what changes and and I know you're going to I know you're going to continue to be a leader changes. and I'm going to I'm going to you know <laughs> day by team day, first week and we want to keep One round at you, a time. leadership group blah, blah, blah. I want to know what actually changes. Do you get a new car spot? Do you, there has to be something. Do you get the, do you get a gold emblem on your thing? Do you get something as captain of
2: a club that we don't know about? Contract bonus? I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't speak about that. Dan, <laughs> no, we not no about that kind of stuff. Uh, still waiting for anything tangible. I got a car sponsor. So the club probably didn't help that, but. Yeah, Toyota Mannington on board Probably not a sponsor Of the show no, That's fine Shout yeah. out Toyota yeah.
1: Mannington If you want to look after uh, r- yeah. Right at this moment Yeah no, right at this moment No yeah. car sponsor yet On the Well the not yet yeah, But well, tell, well, tell, you what, working, tell you know, what Tell you what You will be very onto something You
0: could be onto <laughs> something. You could be <laughs> something You could be some sort Of <laughs> crystal ball There could be the a time. graphic Sitting right below <laughs> your head um, <laughs> <laughs> Just very soon
2: That's the only Tangible no special car the only tangible Difference like Nice and shiny Maybe you need
1: to push For a car spot mate I know I know At West Coast There is a
0: I'm sure JL has a car bay.
2: Nah See if Fivey has an unofficial car. Fivey has uh, one. Take Fivey. <laughs> you need to pull into Fivey's car. Oh, well, I did consider it on the first day, but I thought, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to let the dust settle <laughs> just paint. a little bit.
0: Spray paint the ground. <laughs> no, he's been Fifey the target of a few
2: it. jokes, to be honest, because it's his spot. So whenever anyone parks in it, it's a big sort of thing, oh, and there's yes. been some traffic cones put out behind him, and his car's been tampered with a little bit. So like what? I just like windscreen wipes up. Yeah, classic. It might have been something. It might have been some sort of food or some
0: you know, a something
2: over. He's had something
0: yeah, to do with yeah. his No, 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 it no. you feel like ping pong balls <laughs> or something. Um, what about your first pump up speech as captain? Do you Ooh. do you remember what you said? Did you practice it? This is this is before, you know, This is yeah, this, is, yeah. this yeah. is when you filled in, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I need remember. There's a couple that I remember. Um, I remember the first couple were just being super nervous and like would write down the whole thing before and still really back end of the year I'd still write down a few points. Obviously oh, just have something to talk about so I didn't freeze up. But first like, up you're on word for word by the sounds of it. Yeah. I can was too nervous, so I can't remember what I actually said, but I remember whichever game it was, we played Gold Coast, which might have been second or third game I like, captain, I don't know, it was early. And like I nailed it. Like had the boy had their eyes and had them as I finished, I could see them like sort of lifting and like was getting <laughs> taps on the ass. Like, oh yeah, you nailed that. And I'm like <laughs> walking out the full back, I'm like, here we go. This is <laughs> And then first quarter, down by 30. Oh. I think we scored about 20 points of the game against the Gold Coast, slippery <laughs> conditions, got smoked. And then again, a couple of weeks later, I can't remember who this one was, but again, I just pulled out like a ripper. And like this was right before the game, right in the huddle. And then all the backs were like, Whoa, he
0: nailed that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, he smashed it.
2: <laughs> again, get to the full back, like, bang, here we go, we're on. Ten goals, Get go there by ten goals. <laughs> <laughs> so, it really, makes, well, the evidence is showing that it's actually yeah, a hindrance on performance, having a yeah. good speech. So, I am might just sort of play that out through the season. Might start a, purposely stutter my way through a couple and just see how the first quarter game goes. And if, the, if it sort of stacks up, if there's any correlation, I'll just butcher it every week. Have you had any stinkers?
1: Like, the, like have you had any? Like, I oh, was supposed to have about warfy time and it wasn't a sinker but it's very memorable because it was, it's like, it was telecast time. it's Warfy time yeah. assuming you know what that is have you had any memorable like just walking around going what, what have I just oh there's a couple Voice of times breaks. when
2: I've like stopped when I've like going and then I like just didn't know what I was going to say and <laughs> had to stop and look around and I remember one time at least one time going shit sorry I'll go again and just like <laughs> just <laughs> That's great, in. right in I want want to go again
0: (laughs) Maybe I reckon one time You could just throw it To someone else And be like Mate I reckon You should give The team pump up One week Right at the last minute As well Just as it was going Stitch up
1: (laughs) Now you're the You're the 10th Captain of Fremantle um, Which is uh, When I read that I thought it was Quite a small amount Of people To lead the Dockers 95 inception Is that Mm -hmm. right Off the top of my head That's a small group Of guys um, And even smaller group You're the 8th Indigenous man To skip a, a VFL AFL club So that joins guys like Polly Farmer, Gavin Wanganeen, Michael Long, Chris Johnson, Adam Goods, Stephen May.
0: That's a good list.
2: That's incredible. It's a bit too good a list, to be honest. Yeah, I've heard that read out a few times and mm. feel very uncomfortable being um, amongst those names. But
1: well, so, so where does your Indigenous heritage come from?
2: Yeah, so it comes um, from my dad's side, grandmother, grandmother's side. Um, it's something I've learnt sort of more about as I've sort of gotten older. Um, I've spoke before that... It was a bit of a, like I always knew growing up that, yeah, I had my Indigenous heritage came from sort of Tassie. And um, if you know sort of anything about Tasmanian Indigenous culture or history, like it was uh, pretty much a, a massacre. And it was, yeah. um, I guess, governments around Australia were looking to, yeah, wipe out Indigenous populations, but they did a pretty good job in Tassie. And uh, yeah, there wasn't wasn't too many left. And like they sent, um, Sent like a lot of surviving um, Tasmanian Indigenous people to King Island, which they a lot of them died there through disease and other things. So um, there's not a lot um, of like Indigenous people in Tassie now that don't look like me, that aren't sort of white, and their history is, I guess, generations, generations back. So it was wiped. Yeah, because it's well, there wasn't enough left. A lot of yeah, most of that. Um, population were killed, but mm. not a, not all, obviously. And yeah, it's still, yeah, the culture still survives. And yeah, growing up, I sort of knew that, and probably wasn't involved in much growing up at school. I like, didn't know a lot. I didn't know like, much about Tassie Indigenous history at all, or Tassie history at all, probably. Probably speaks <laughs> to my school. Um, <laughs> and then when I got to um, Frio, obviously a huge um, and very strong Indigenous. Um, cohort and like they're super connected to their um, yeah to their culture Michael Johnson um, Sonny Walters Stephen Hill like all these guys and sort of took me in and I felt very uh, very uncomfortable again being around that because I didn't know a lot about my history and like yeah I was sort of white skin and um, didn't have that sort of knowledge and it took me years and years it's probably only the last few years that I've actually been a little bit more comfortable probably talking about it and sort of in my own space and acknowledging I guess the history like I've just sort of briefly shared there and the fact that um, like if I wasn't if I didn't sort of stand up and say yep um, yeah I have Indigenous history and this is where it comes from then like, if everyone starts doing that that's a bit white skin and feels a bit uncomfortable, then it can be forgotten. So, yeah, I've got a long way to go in my sort of understanding and of everything, but I, would, yeah, do feel a lot more comfortable now in, um, in sort of sharing a little bit about it and feel very proud, I guess, to be able to represent, um, yeah, the indigenous people of Tassie, the Palawa people.
1: Yeah, it's pretty it's cool. cool. And, I, you know, I haven't seen you speak about it too much, which, I mean, it makes sense, sort of, I guess, what you're saying now. Um, it's cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, what? What? Um, I saw. I saw a thing about uh, you were in Tasmania and you are in the museum and you found a like there was a bust of yeah, a
2: relative. So, uh, okay. The pronunciation. pronouncing Oh, I can't even speak now. Um, Malagena um, was a known yeah Indigenous um, leader back in the eighteen uh, hundreds and. Yeah, like I sort of know where – sort of my lineage and where it sort of goes to and, yeah, saw the bust of sort of him there and was, a, I guess, a moment of – I don't know, another moment of connection to sort of my history and my state and it sort of adds a like that extra layer to, I guess, my sort of Tasmanian um, pride, I guess, and being from Tasmania, growing up in Tasmania but having roots to Tasmania for – generations and generations and potentially thousands of generations it's yeah yeah it's a pretty sort of special and pretty cool thing
1: it'd be like you know anyone finding that like lineage of where you're from like where you come from yeah right like it's as simple as that isn't it yeah
2: and i guess that the fact that where i've sort of come from at least down down one line is from tassie and yeah from like the north northeast part of tassie mainly but yeah same same state and that's yeah
1: all right, let's talk about it with a bit of current Freo stuff. So, um, no uh, partner in crime of yours down the back line, been a guest here on Back Chat, Griff Logue, no longer with the Dockers at North Melbourne. What, what was that period like when you know you found out, good mate, um, a, a fellow backman going to another footy club? Like, what's, what's that? What's that feel like?
2: Yeah, no, it's it's tough. It's, um, yeah, the fact that he was a close mate. Like the the older you get the less close mates you have yeah. as you probably find out you get sort They're of aged just, out of it it's the- just down, Dan, Dan <laughs> <line>. <laughs> yeah. uh, you get sort of aged not aged out of it, but obviously you've still got great connections with all my teammates and whatnot. but yeah um, you really value those guys who you spend some years with and build a like a real good friendship with so it's tough to see someone like that leave and I guess as most sort of trades go, the process was sort of ongoing and there was it whispers in the media for a, yeah, a long time. And it was in a sort of an awkward spot because while those chats were going on, I hadn't signed yet to start with. And then I'd signed and then he wasn't signing. And it was so like, oh shit, maybe I've taken my cash. I didn't take that much. So, not so much to play with. <laughs> um, but That's yeah. West West is going to write that. <laughs> Alex Pierce Just is the reason. It, Just touch. Um, and yeah, I guess the last yeah, the last sort of month or so when it becomes really real and it's like, well, is he going to go, is he not? Like it's a – yeah, it's an interesting sort of period and, yeah, we lost a, lost a few guys and a few guys who I'm pretty close with, like, yeah, Darcy Tucker, Blake Akers, yeah. like, guys I hung around with a fair bit, went to um, states with Blake and Griff. Um, so it's – yeah, it's a – I don't know, it's a challenge it personally to – To say goodbye to to mates and and whatnot, but unfortunately, it happens every year. And this is, Mm. I've grown accustomed to losing good mates who go back home or get traded to another club. So it's the way it is, and it's the way, it's the, um, I guess, the challenge of being in a footy club with super high turnover. But in the end, I think it's worked out well for everyone. Where sort of Griff's gone somewhere, he's got some opportunity and probably some extra cash. We've got some guys in the trade. We're in a pretty good spot. Like I don't feel like we, we as a team are sitting here depleted and like yeah. thinking, oh, shit, we don't, we've lost all our players. Like, I still feel like we've come out the other side in a pretty good spot as well.
1: So you've got new players. You've got a couple of young guys that had really big pre-seasons, uh, Matty Johnson, uh, Rasmus, these sorts of guys. But you've also had an older guy who's playing in a new position uh, that you'd know quite a little bit about, uh, Nathan Fife playing as a forward. Yeah. Wanna ask you about him as a forward, I was speaking to you off air about, I I, I so visioned him at the Port Adelaide practice match. I just watched him as a forward and he looked like a forward. Like above anything else, you know, Nat Five, double Brownlow medalist, done everything you can do in the game, basically, best and fairest, blah, 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 All-Australian. I just watched him and he looked like a forward. What's he been like to train on? I assume you've been Spending some time at least around him yeah, when around, match him comes.
2: Around him. He doesn't quite classify as key for so I don't I go to the bigger boys. But uh, <laughs> I like
1: that little whack for fivey. Uh,
2: no, it's been it has been interesting to see how he's changed the way he's gone about training because it has looked a lot different. He's to be honest, he's looked like a I'm gonna say this in the right way. He's gone about his training like a first year kid who has come in and just wants to learn and like Become the best player he can be, which is what right. Knife did as a as a kid. And you hear stories about how committed he was and whatnot. But he's putting doing the extras after training, doing like working on his leading patterns. We're chatting out there about like stuff that he's doing and what I'm doing. And it's yeah, it's it doesn't look like the two time Brownlow medalist that's got everything under control and is just like all over it. He's really worked and he's knows that he's not a forward by trade and knows he's, knows he's played his time as a mid and. Yeah, he's kicked a lot of goals, but that's been playing a different role. So, he's yeah, it's been really incredible and quite. We've spoken a bit about it as a group that it's really motivating and inspiring in a in a sense to for the young players and for the whole group to see that yeah, he's done what he's done, but he's still committed to actually getting to work and learning how to be the, the best foot he can.
0: Does he? Um, is, I'm not sure what. <clears throat> excuse me, what role the captain has on a, on a training session? Like, are you needing to? do much more as, as captain now during training, like is, and same with five, has he had to like hold back and not be as vocal or anything like that? Does that change?
2: No, not really. I think we're all sort of empowered. All leaders and all players are hopefully empowered to be able to speak up when they, when they need to, and sort of, yeah, um, acknowledge with the standards dropping or lifting or like comment on training. Like, I feel like we're a group that's grown a lot in that aspect. We're a little bit older, a little bit more mature. So that's just going on a bit more naturally. Um, there's one thing that was really nice when Jager came in. Um, he's obviously got that experience, been at a couple of clubs, been in a leadership group, really good player. He's, yeah, just at multiple times at training, would just pull everyone in and give some words of wisdom and it's nice to sort of, as I sort of said, top up the list with guys like that who can come in and not just perform but can lead and, like, help bring others along as well.
0: Um, with the – this is slightly off topic, but uh, voting on the captaincy, uh, obviously Jager is a part of the um, – of the leadership group there. And as someone who's just come into the club, obviously there must be something about him that guys just really love to vote him into that position, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I guess as I said, like he's had a big presence at training, like from what I touched on and, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a a group where we're still – the nucleus is quite sort of young and I think for him to come in, a bit older, mature experience, like we sort of really suit him and he really – I don't know if we sort of needed him, but it's been just a huge addition. Like, we lost Dave last year, so I don't know. It helps that he's just a really good fella as well. If he came in and was a shit bloke and no one liked him, no one would vote for him, but <laughs> he's actually a ripping fella. He's a good schooner, so that I think that helps getting a couple of votes as well. <laughs>
1: what – What? Um, do, do, can you vote for yourself? Yeah. You ca- did you vote for yourself? Yeah. That's good. Do, do you like that question? Yeah, love that. Oh, cause, yeah. So, because, I mean, I reckon some guys wouldn't vote for themselves – you got to vote ah, for yourself. Because you,
0: your, you, you have to no, – do you nominate, right? No. Nah. Oh, you don't nominate? No, nah, no nomination. So there's a list open. of 22 guys you can pick from any – 45. Oh, sorry, 45, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, get a bit of paper with 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 and just write down your votes. Put Is that in, as simple as it was? Simple as that. Do you then no – protect Wow.
0: Do you vote yourself five and then who you think who's going to be second, give them one so that they don't get the <laughs> Or votes? zero. No, nah, zero. zero, zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you vote on, you know, the poll um, – at election day you're like I really don't want those persons to even come second oh, so you put yeah. them down below
2: yeah no I had all first years fourth third <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why you got over the line mate <laughs> respecting
0: his teammates or rigging yeah, the votes yeah that's true <laughs>
1: um, uh, I want to finish off on this one with the captaincy chat uh, so I was sat in Shannon Hearn's induction um, uh, press conference and he was asked a question by one of the one of the media and the team was in there. I'm assuming was the, was the team yeah. in there when you did it? So the team was on one side, the media on the other side. Now peppering with questions. And someone said, What sort of captain do you want to be remembered as? And Shannon Hearn, without blinking, said a premiership one. And the media laughed. I remember it. I remember it as clear as day. So this is 2014. Yeah, yeah. 2015 went to a Grand Final, 2018, premiership captain. And no one in the playing group laughed. It was like dead silent. And, the, and I still remember people, yeah, I won't say who they were. Oh, uh, go oh, on. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, premiership captain. <laughs> it was just more of a reaction. They yeah. weren't taking the. P- what sort of. Oh, we ca- said that. What sort of captain. Do, <laughs> we asked that question, but I'll ask you again. What yeah. sort of captain do you want to be remembered as? Premiership, ones. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like, yeah, <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Because
0: you know, we'll play this clip when you win a Premiership, and then we'll be like, yeah, we He won't play it. We'll be playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He
1: Heard it here first. Um, that's good, mate. Um, do I want me to ask this last question here or not? Yeah, of course. The very last one. Yeah, let's <laughs> ask. That. Manus, Before we get to Scottish, Sean McManus, talk about the culture of your club. Sean McManus, been on this podcast. Uh, by all reports, one of the funniest podcasts we've ever done. Um, yeah, go back um, and
0: listen to it. Lots of swear words. Mainly because, oh, lots
1: of swear. But Mainly because Sean said the first, thing he said, "Can we swear on this thing?" I was like, "Yeah, mate, yeah, Well just be yourself." Like, yeah, I yeah. just thought, yeah, maybe a shit here and there. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he proceeded to just launch about
0: nine C bombs. I reckon in the oh, first yeah, ten C-bombs. minutes. Cock balls, a
1: minute earmuffs. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. like it was just absolutely unbelievable. Anyway, but, but
0: sorry. The quick thing about that is like a man who does commercial radio every day. Yeah. Never, never slips up. Oh, no. Somehow has just The professional filter That can never do it Where do you think it
1: sits though It's just in this chest of swear words oh, yeah. Like what a- oh, I can
0: swear in a pile I think that's why He let it all out with us
1: So the thing I wanted to ask about that, though, Sean, while on the podcast, said he was a VIP member of the Big House, um, and Dan was like, "Dan doesn't." Dan was like, "What's the Big House?" Just wondered if there was any mem- other members of that, or is it just Sean? Is Sean's the only member of Do the I'm VIP. Sure, I'm not
2: sure whether I have to um, put my resume in or not, but <laughs> maybe I have to speak to Sean, and maybe he has to nominate me to become a VIP. But something I'll be interested in.
1: Very good. So <laughs> we're up to social media. Do you know what this is? It's not your head. Yeah. Thank it. you. It's social media, not social media. You've heard enough from Dan and I is where the people get asked yeah. you the big hitting questions. Um, I have not seen this today, so we're just going to roll this yeah. through.
0: Start with the first one. And while I'm reading it, you, s- you can start filtering. I'm
1: in Tish This is Mark River yeah, this Co. is the guy from Mark this is
0: the man. What's up? Um, so his question is, a year without the budgies and those TMZ morning beach snaps or cut the hair?
2: Yeah, I actually read this, read this one. I Ooh. saw this so one. So I'll, while up.
0: you're thinking about that, he says, Intel coming in that the moose would call up and give the location deets to the media. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> what's know, the question? A year with the budgies, without the budgies, and yeah. those TMZ morning or Okay, cut the, Or cut the right. hair, is right. that it? Mm, yeah. that's your oh, I'm not cutting the hair, so. Okay. Great, yeah. so every day, great. <laughs> uh, on that, Moose, where does that come from? That's your nickname?
2: Yeah. yeah, boring story, but it's my old man's nickname, and then just got passed down to me when I was That's not That's That's cool. great. Yeah. I like that. Mm. What, what, how, how, how did he get it? His little brothers caught it. Like gave it to him when he was like a little kid And then just stuck for no real apparent reason that was, that was it. <laughs> That's And he's like a real short fella my old man as well So it's not as if he's the big moose he He's the little moose
0: Your mum's not very tall either Not oh,
2: You're aware? <laughs> yeah I am <laughs> hey, <laughs> mate, sh- Short will stick together well, <laughs> no, cause
0: cause. The reason why, I, I mean, <laughs> the, reason why oh, <laughs> the reason why I bring that up Is because me and my wife are you know same height and my I, I would just there's hope I just hope there's maybe hope for my son to, to maybe be a bit yeah, yeah. I
1: think the point is how do you know his mum's not very tall?
0: I've done research.
2: <laughs> sort of research. Well she's
0: not tall <laughs> but it was just like your mum's not very tall either. <laughs> Talking about that Alex
2: <laughs> No no, it's it's something that comes up a bit. They're about five eleven maybe, five, 10, 11 does well, your dad like, say he's a short six-footer? Mine used to say that. No, nah, he can't even get that. He's, okay. yeah, he's, like, he's an inside mid. Well, I think he was an outside winger, actually, back in his day. <laughs> that's right.
1: great. Oh, man, that's bloody funny, Dan. You and your short people. Um, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Pierce. by the way. Mm. Good to see you. listening along, Yes, sure. Yes, watching. Uh, MR2791. Uh,
0: yeah. Why the hair, and will it eventually be for charity? What? You would go that all the time. Why do you have yeah.
1: long hair? Sorry, I'm not taking the piece out of you, Emma, but
2: why yeah. do you have long hair? Just because you like it. Initially, because it's I was lazy and just didn't get it cut, and then
0: didn't want to follow. Like the look of it,
2: and then I saw those clips of my first goal and thought, never again. We're (laughs) going back to looking like that.
1: Uh, Charlie Morfess, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yep.
0: of Who would win in a fight, you, Daniel Pierce, or Clancy Pierce?
2: <laughs> what? Have you seen Clancy Pierce recently? He's got into CrossFit and he's a machine. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was already a machine. So I think he would take us. I'd have Daryl covered. No worries, but yeah. Daniel <laughs> is Daryl his nickname. No? Oh, Daryl. Yeah. Great. He didn't like. it, Doesn't like it much. That's so. very good. Thank you. Uh, the best nicknames.
1: Um, Seb Evanders.
0: Uh, given you weren't drafted from the regular talent pathways, what are your thoughts on the draft age and contract commitments for new draftees?
1: Oh, that's a good one. So what does it mean you weren't drafted from the regular talent Well, camp, I, I
0: guess
2: it means I wasn't so – well, I was from Tassie. Tassie. That's, <laughs> Every- you might not know. It's actually a state. And we <laughs> take part in the National Carnival like it's, everyone else. But it,
1: it's probably right. It's like Divi 2 and it's sort of yeah, not the it's big not like, smoke.
2: Well, I played like senior footy, I guess, so whereas I wasn't TAC Cup or here. True. Yeah. Um. I don't know. The question on draft age, interesting. I don't think it, – it's probably never going to be changed, but – I don't know i think there would be huge benefits if it was later if um rather than being 18 year old kid with not much idea about the world and not much behind you if you're to be 20. yeah so more
1: from a maturity aspect rather than a physical aspect
2: yeah a bit of both mm. but more yeah more maturity um and then i think it would set you up for life a little bit better but obviously if you're 18 years old and you're a good footy player you want to get in there and make money straight away so. yeah and uh contract commitments for new draft like the know, two year a
1: two Yeah,
0: year two years.
2: Is that right? Well, yeah, that's
1: about fair yeah. Good um, Yeah, that's probably good Saxon underscore sounders.
0: Uh Thoughts on Ruckman? Yeah, <laughs> so I've read general.
2: it <laughs> 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 no, Normally I would say that But Sean Darcy I think he's yeah, he's, uh, he's probably been on the show, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Great value gym? Sean, actually, because he does his work up for it. Like, he actually kicks a few goals, so. Yes, yeah. can contribute. Can does contribute. he
1: help down back, though? Like, who
2: cares if he goes down forward? No, he does, actually. Yeah, he's a he's a good man. He's always down there on the um, point post, ready to <laughs> cop a knee in the back <laughs> yeah. and always there ready to apologise and say, look, it wasn't my man, mate. Someone else came from the side. Like, just stand there.
0: Can I just throw one in? Speaking of yeah. uh, blaming others for goals, there was a, a moment in the derby, most, most recent derby, where um, a 150-metre penalty was given away. And uh, Redden got a penalty, uh, uh, got given a free kick, I think in the goal square in the back line. Back, and they, back, they West Coast marched back him, line. They marched yep. him all the way to and kicked a goal. How Sounds filthy right. were you with that? I couldn't Was remember online? it happening.
1: Was it to do with him? Was no, it's it nothing to do with you. But Was the it f- <laughs> 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 No,
0: Daniel's no, been, yeah, been on this show, actually. He's been on this show. He's a good man, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> good man, Dan. <laughs> that's funny. guy. Was yeah, it
1: yeah. Margetz? Uh, I, I want to butt in with one as well. Talking about goals. I mean, three in your first year. You're probably thinking it's a little bit like, you know, kicking as a forward would feel, you kicking five in the first quarter, kicking 20, three in the first year. I end up 20, 40, 40 goals here, maybe. We're sniffing the. Call. Well, I tell you what, 2,554 days later, and you're like, geez, when's summer <laughs> four? <came laughs> You've here? done the numbers, have you? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so you kicked three goals in your first year, 2022, last game. Team in a bit of trouble, actually. So yeah, I'm sure you remember, but stood up. They were
2: team on the shoulders, actually, at that point. <laughs>
1: Correct. So <laughs> for that literal, moment in time, literal. So Fremantle at this stage, Collingwood and Carlton are playing later that day. Top four on the line, but you needed to win, yeah. and you were losing. And needed a goal. Yes, and you were down halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, need a goal. Who do you turn to? You don't turn to Brayshaw. You don't no. turn to the boys down the forward line. You turn to the big full back. What? Did you get a 50-meter penalty? What, what happened? Yeah, I
2: think I got like a nice little 45 uncontested mark. <laughs> and then Lockie Schultz got like whacked. Maybe he kicked it to me and got whacked afterwards. So. Downfield. 50 Downfield. 50 meter. Come with me. 50-meter penalty. Come with me. Brilliant. Come with me. To about, I don't know, the mark, maybe at the 50-meter 50 line, 55. Yeah, it's decent Into kick. a bit of a breeze. At
1: this stage, are you thinking, you know, the last time you had to kick a goal in your first <laughs> year?
2: <laughs> Off the shit. Can kick. I make the distance? That was in, yeah? my, in my mind. It was actually, I kicked it from about 35 this one as well, but... Uh, I think I had I had a couple of set shots that week at training. Why? Don't, had a feeling. <laughs> the universe had a feeling, and I told we, we talked about on the bus afterwards on the way to the ground. Someone said like, "Moose, it's your turn to kick one." I'm like, "I'm ready." Like I've had, I've had set shots. Like I'm ready to go. I'm confident. I'll kick it. And then bang, come with the hour, straight through the middle. Come with the hour. <laughs> <Come> with the <laughs> l-
0: I think the team got around you more than when you kicked you first. It was yeah. scenes. It, it was well. Crazy. They knew.
2: They knew it was No, hundred. Nah, Two thousand
0: five hundred days. We were all
2: counting those days down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when a when, mate, just say so you no. Know, when a backman kicks a goal, everyone drop their shit and get to the <laughs> yeah, bats because because all we do. Every, every, every game, if someone's kicking their first goal, is it forward that does end. The back of an expected, am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The of expected run down, a high <laughs> yeah, five, yeah. rub on their head. Back, Meanwhile, we're going to get back and play on our man. They're still down there playing on no one. Uh, <laughs> am I a right? thumbs up the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, the so Shannon Hearn, uh, captain, obviously, he was a very big uh, whole team getting to someone and he would be up there on the vision. Shannon uh-huh. hasn't run down. It sounds like you've done that a couple of times.
2: Yeah, maybe not for a f- – there's a couple, like, big goals. Maybe not first goals. I'd mm. probably oh, – I guess I'd make an effort. Probably have to now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We're going to keep our eyes at 2023. Yeah. <laughs> PSE vision behind Moose yeah. vision. Yeah. Um, uh, fresh underscore sports underscore collection.
0: Uh, stoked that you're the captain. Moose, congratulations. As Freo's retro jumper model, what is your thoughts on the original colours and designs of the club?
2: Yeah, love the original. Yeah, love those retro jerseys are – Yes. Yeah, cool I've sort of wanted them To be out Like a way jumpers Or somehow Bring them in And yeah Love I love the past in general To be honest We've, we've got to think At the moment Like we talk about The anchor a lot And that's sort of One of our I don't know I guess our Connection sort of pieces To help us Bring us together And connect us to the past We love talking about the anchor So yeah it's Something that's a bit I don't know. It's a bit weird. It's a bit unique, but mm. something was sort of owned a little bit. I mean, I don't want to look too exclusive here on backchat. I'm going to ask we, the
0: exact same question.
2: Can we see the anchor? Yeah,
0: we got to ask. Are we going to see the anchor coming out in the field before a game? Will you
2: be pulling the anchor out? The field? So this was. I was broached with this idea last year. So we've still got the big sort of anchor. What's there? It's oh, at the club. It's yeah. it made yeah. of. It's a round, Oh, Foam? This one's yeah. It's not much. Surely, it's, it's hollow. <laughs> And I think it was during this year's retro round or something, I was talking to Kelly, like our events site coordinator who does all the lights and stuff, and I sort of like half laughed and was like, oh, yeah, I'll just like bring out the anchor on the shoulder. And she's like, oh, would you do that? That would be amazing. I was like, oh, actually, no, I don't think it's such a good idea. Come on,
1: man, that would Look, be good. if you are listening along and Come you on, do Kelly. want to make this happen, I think we can make that happen. Well, sometimes we're guests that- like guests, we're like, you know, that would be cool. That would be Mitch Marsh. Yeah, we're yeah. going to chase him down the um it's not the North no, it's Smith of the, of the World yeah, Cup final. World cup. <laughs> Got got the best on, got the best on ground for the final, Mitch Marsh. Yeah, and he wants a medal, and we're going to get it for him. We got Brad Shepard's all Australian blazer that wasn't delivered to him. Oof. I think we can get the people something and mm. have Alex Pierce. The, out out the you, people, mate. If you walked out with the anchor, I mean, a couple of Freo fans over here. If he walked out with the anchor, boys. What was it? We can't explain what just happened, but there'll be some technical Jesus. difficulties over the audio back. The boys would be excited, put it that oh, way. Yeah. And the girls and everyone else. I would be very excited oh, personally. Yeah. Can you say it? Maybe. Don't say it won't happen. Maybe. I'm not say it won't happen. Yeah,
0: I'm a man of the people. All right. if it's, if it's what people time, want.
1: Alright, yeah. if you want to let us know, we're going to run a poll. If you want to see Alex Pierce walk out with an anchor, I'll start. Say so, yeah, I do. <laughs> really yeah. badly. With
0: with one of those Madonna mics, just going. It's Warby time. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up, Dockers. Yeah. Docker Army um, Purple Nation. Alright, Tappy, <laughs> Tappy ninety five. How does Alex Pierce like his eggs? Sincerely, the Egg Man.
2: Hmm. Uh, scrambled. Not overcooked over the scram, but still like a little bit, bit of rum. yeah. A little yeah. bit of cheese on it, perhaps. Oh, a tad, not too much. Don't, don't, up those skinnies. don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Yeah. It's, Sorry. it's not bad. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Dan.
1: Sorry, but it's about him. It's not about you. <laughs> yeah, true <laughs> <laughs> True Barrymore. Very good. Uh, no, just got to say. Yeah that's actually
0: your name on Instagram. <laughs> true Barrymore. <laughs> it, is. it actually is. Very good. Um, this is sort of like a, online with the, the anchor, uh, yay or nay for the return of the inaugural Frio mascot, Grinder.
1: Do you know who Grinder is? Uh, no. Grinder. Oh can picture. you please pull up Grinder? <laughs> so we ran a competition last year. Uh, the uh, the best uh, best worst mascots. And Grinder <laughs> was right up there for perhaps one of <laughs> Grinder was your one of your original oh, mascots. Okay. What does he look like? I can't remember what he looks Come like. Give life. us a look up, uh, Yeah wolfy. Grinder just Yeah Worfie But he's got sort of You know A poor fitting beanie on <laughs> He's It'll... seen some shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah It looks like he's been On the water a little bit <laughs> um, Okay you haven't seen him So you can't answer that question uh, Two questions to go uh, M. O'Grady. Have you had to
0: captain Nat Fife or Michael Walters yet?
2: Uh, Michael Walters many times But not Fife yet yep. Oh actually Or during any during the,
0: captaincy moments Pulling him aside you know, During blues.
2: the preseason? Yes. I've had games Where I've had to speak to the group And like He's one where I like Try and get his eyes And like 5 Want a bit of like, yeah. Give it to sort of juice me up a little while I'm talking. Like if I see him looking away, I'll be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 looking, I'm losing him. I'm losing him. Yeah, wrap, wrap it up, mate. Wrap yeah. <laughs> it up. Let's go. I've
0: heard this before. Let's go. Um, yeah, why not?
1: Finish it off with Cole Sinclair.
0: Underscore. Who is the weirdest teammate off the field?
2: Hmm. Oh, Matt Tavernard, I guess. Really? Probably my, one of my closest mates. Um, but, so yeah, weird he's just a though. strange man eating habits he doesn't like banana like can't be in the same room as banana says he's allergic but isn't doesn't buy or doesn't consume food that isn't bought in Australia so like okay when I go to he lived with me for a bit during COVID and I'd go shopping at the supermarket like oh I'm just doing a stir fry tonight like yep sweet no worries and I get a message oh just make sure the um, noodles are um, made in Australia and would well, Australia like I won't eat otherwise Really I cool. mean
1: props to him Love it oh, Supporting great. local but So is that like, Do you don't. confirm that is it, like a, is it like a stamp on it
2: Australian Made in Australia Yeah oh, the it the- And it'll be like Some of these Like a percentage of the ingredients Are imported And I think he might have a threshold Really or like Depending how hungry he is I'm not sure how <laughs> Strong his conviction the is hungry. But, but didn't
1: we, Did we speak On the regular Backchat show About <laughs> Screaming at the sight of bananas
0: Milk It was Milk yeah, that's right, the guy, mm. the quarterback
1: So he can't, if he smells a banana, he's in trouble
2: Yeah, we got him one day, uh, this Asian restaurant It was like a, we told him it was a pineapple fritter But it was like a deep fried banana Oh my gosh <laughs> We've all, fi- all finished up I think Tommy Sheridan was the um, architect of this one Just bit into it and lost his shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ballsy move if he actually is allergic And No, nah, get- we know he talks shit yeah, <laughs> well, Confirmed,
2: really <laughs> yeah.
1: confirmed uh, Mate, thank you very much Oh, you thanks for me. Can join um, well, some more? Are you you're surprised?
2: No, no. Oh, no, it's, it's been great. Good Season time. 2023.
1: Yeah. Uh, 2022, we ran flag, man. i got to be honest, mate. Um, so I hope that comes true, in you know, honesty. Yeah.
2: It would well, be a good celebration if, yeah. it, uh, if it does. And we will sell some merch. Uh, <laughs> thank you
1: very much, Alex Pierce, Fremantle Captain. Great to join us. Thanks to our partners, our sponsors Whippersnapper Whiskey, Mugger River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadable Cameras. Uh, You can find it all at Backchat on socials. Send us an email, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Find everything you need at our website, backchatpodcast.com.au. Patrons, hang around for a special story from Alex Pierce that he doesn't even know he's telling yet. Um, VIPs, you want to get involved in this story that's about to go down? Backchatpodcast.com.au. Sign up as a VP.